So we're back, Tyler and I, um, to talk about some SEO related discussions, let's call them. Um, of course, this is Lead Lamp Media, and uh, we're having another episode for you, podcast. So without further ado, Tyler, you're an SEO expert, yeah. obviously, and I'm a web developer with Lead Lamp. Uh, so we talked about a little bit over a couple episodes now, maybe three or four, mm-hmm. uh, SEO, uh, which is obviously search engine optimization. Today, I wanted to get a little more in depth into PPC or paid per clicks. Let's okay. call it paid media. Yeah. Um, so related to SEO, but not organic. Mm-hmm. The opposite of organic. If yeah. organic is you find um, my website, your website, through a Google search, mm-hmm. and simply based on what you search, things populate in Google or Bing, whatever. Um, but paid media is different how. Yes. So as you alluded to, uh, search engine optimization or organic search is organic. You're not paying to show up in those uh, search results. That's ideal because if you can find that sweet spot, like we've mentioned in previous SEO episodes of high search volume, low competition, mm-hmm. you can rank higher. However, um, there are options for paid media. So you are paying for that keyword or that click. Um, There are a lot of options. Uh, Do want to make the differentiation that you can show up in a search, but it doesn't always guarantee the click. Um, And again, that's a bidding strategy we can Mm -hmm. talk a little bit uh, about later in regards to paid media. Um, How are you paying for it? Are you just paying to show up in that search uh, for impressions? Are you paying uh, when you show up and somebody clicks? All that type of stuff. But high-level, basic, brass tacks, paid media is you paying to get that attention, that awareness, that click, Mm -hmm. that view of a video. Um, There are those options in paid media. So high-level, it is the opposite of organic traffic. You're paying for that traffic to your website. Sure. So if you have the budget, yep, you can kind of get ahead of the line exactly. a little bit. Let's say like uh, if, if you have a big competitor who, you know, is ranking for the keyword you really need for your industry. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you can't rank for that as well Yep, um, above your competitor, even if it's a bigger one. Yep. But they have, let's say, uh, a team mm-hmm. on their uh, staff that's able to, to manipulate the SEO results. Uh, they're able to put a lot of resources towards that. You may not have that level of yep. uh, reach that they do, mm-hmm. the, the ability to rank the way they do. So having a, a budget you know, for paid media may be a way to cut the line, let's say, and get to the top of yep. the results quickly. And, and something we've talked about in the past with SEO, SEO is, is a long game. Mm-hmm. So and not to say that you know it's a balance of it, long game, long effort, long-term effort, you know, you're in it for the uh, marathon, not the sprint. Yeah. Sometimes those paid media campaigns are those sprints. Right. You have maybe a special promo going on, a sale, okay. uh, something you want to educate those people. That's where it's sometimes nice to throw that paid media spend in there, get additional attention and awareness, probably yeah. around some of the keywords you're already targeting organically, yeah. right? Um, but a way to put some paid media behind it, ensure that you're getting the attention and awareness of uh, your customers. Um, if it's on Google, uh, you know, the high intent search volume, yeah. Um, or maybe it's just on social media, TikTok, 
Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, people are scrolling. You're hoping while they're scrolling through and just consuming media, mm-hmm. that you'll get their attention with either a cool graphic video um, and hopefully maybe say, hey, let me check that out. Click through to your website. Or maybe even nowadays they have a lot of integration of buying stuff on the apps. Right. Um, so again, that's another good way to look at it too. Is E-commerce like, integration. Yeah, the, the paid media is nice supplemental to your SEO long marathon uh, efforts mm-hmm. uh, paid media is just a nice supplemental thing so sometimes uh, correspondingly the whole time you know, maybe you have ongoing campaigns right and certain campaigns are just pop up here and there seasonal depending on your business your industry um but again that's a, another good way to think of a paid media campaign right um, kind of in conjecture or, or parallel to yeah. your seo efforts would you say uh, what would you say the biggest uh, platforms are you said yeah. you mentioned google facebook yep. is there any other yeah great question um when you're looking for the most popular uh paid advertising platforms uh it's going to be google ads okay um and integrated in that as most people know google owns fa- uh youtube excuse me so google and youtube ads so sure. sometimes you'll see those uh hate them or love them most people would hate them uh the five second pre-roll ads or mm. in-stream ads some ads there's even the option for the non-skippable ads those right. are one of my uh least favorites uh, when i'm just gonna watch a youtube video or something and you have to you can't skip ad you can, mm. in that in that option bottom there so again Google and YouTube ads, they're kind of integrated into okay. the one platform. Um, the second I would say is Facebook, Instagram, or in this case, Meta. Yeah. Uh, because they Facebook have WhatsApp, and Instagram. Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, Am I missing anything? Not remiss to say that, yes. Uh, WhatsApp as well. Um, Which is bigger internationally. Yes, so exactly. And, and there are, into your strategy. Yes. Strategy. And I personally haven't run a ton of the WhatsApp campaigns, but there are... Uh, ways to integrate them for certain businesses, e-com, right. where you can send messages and and create that experience. Yeah. Um, but as you mentioned, WhatsApp is a lot bigger internationally as a messaging platform. It depends that, on your your. If yeah, you're a local company, I, you wouldn't want to waste your. Yep. Money. Exactly. And then I would also add on top of that, if you were maybe an e-commerce brand, um, mm-hmm. one of the top platforms, Amazon. That's okay. I have ran campaigns in the past uh, for that. Right. So if you're an e-commerce brand or you're selling stuff on online, you know, and you have Amazon as one of your sales channels, mm-hmm. um, in addition to direct to consumer uh, website, um, it is a nice way to potentially um, get the attention awareness of that. There's a lot of behind the scenes there. Amazon, um, if you don't own the buy box, uh, which is a whole nother uh, topic for another day, it's a way to show up in the listings. Because if you don't have the number one listings for a given product, um, a little behind the scenes on uh, how Amazon works. Let's just say they're selling a, a, a cell phone or a wallet. Mm-hmm. If you're not the uh, lowest price or Amazon Prime or whatever, and you don't own that buy box, there's actually yeah. can be like five to 10 plus retailers that sell that specific SKU. Mm. But if you're not the one that shows up, you're actually that customer's not buying it from you. Now there's ways to click through and get there, but more yeah. often than not, people don't know how that works. So again, um, a lot of behind the scenes and so be high level Google, Google, Facebook, Facebook. Google, Meta. Let's yep. call it Meta because mm-hmm. um, that's what it is. And then Amazon. If you're yes. e-commerce, if yep. you're not e-commerce, Google and Meta. Yes, really. If Primer just to get yep. started, those are the two to focus on. Yep. If you're if you're just getting started, you're a small business and you want to get started, the eighty twenty principle applies. Focus okay. on Google ads and uh, Meta ads, and you'll be uh, taking care of a All large right. majority of what you should focus on. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we have like 
niche as well. Let's yep. mention Pinterest uh, for yep. retail and there's TikTok, Snapchat, LinkedIn ads for younger too. demographics. It's, yep. it's important to understand who your audience is mm-hmm. and that gets into the overall marketing principles. But yep. once you understand your demos, your mm-hmm. demographics, um, there are certain social media sites that cater to certain, I would say, uh, you know, Facebook is an older generational yep. thing now. TikTok's younger. Yep. Uh, YouTube kind of covers both. So yep. it's just important to know your demos, yep. I would say. And and, and again, I, I don't want to leave it out, but you, you did mention it there. Yep. If you were doing more B2B, uh, yep. not that you would neglect uh, the Google or Meta ads, yep. I would throw in the LinkedIn because LinkedIn, I have yep. ran LinkedIn, LinkedIn ads LinkedIn. before and uh, it, it's a nice supplemental to just your strategy of yep. posting about your company, whatever. But oh, it absolutely. is a good way to target people because you have to also think how the platform operates. A lot of people are going on there with the intent to network mm. and B2B and learn about other businesses yes. and other opportunities to source or yes. maybe software as a service. You know, mm. so again, just as you mentioned, yeah. know your target audience who you're trying to uh, work for or, you know, partner with. Yeah. Um, and these campaigns to get their attention because it is paid attention um, to drive traffic to your website. Um, mm. So, yeah. Absolutely. So what are the types of campaigns that you can, you can run mm-hmm. with a pay-per-click Ads, yes. uh, and what are their goals? Yep. So on on Google Ads side, there's pretty much three main. There's search, display, and then YouTube ads. Okay. Um, YouTube ads, you can argue, go into the display. Right. Um, but again, search, at the end of the day, we've all seen them. You type in a search query, and it shows up. It's just text. It'll give you that meta description, the website, uh, depending on their headlines, the descriptions, mm-hmm. what they're putting in there uh, okay. for those Google ads. And then ideally you're clicking through that and going to their website. Right. But that would be a search. It's just text-based. Gotcha. Display is now incorporating graphics, images, more visually appealing. Gotcha. Um, and as the Google ad network is out there, if you're a partner uh, website, you can have that ad sense on there. Mm-hmm. So you can run ads. And then also now you're making money on your website showing right. ads for other people. Um, and the next get, level. Yep, next tier. And it explains <clears throat> that. Um, and then as we kind of touch on a little bit earlier, YouTube ads, if your business is running uh, or creating YouTube video content, yep. it's a good way to get the intention awareness if that ad makes sense for that. On the Facebook side or meta side, there's a couple different options and it's similar and different. As much as they have search, display, and YouTube or video options, it's more of the high-level campaigns. Not that Google doesn't offer it, but they kind of have it categorized a little bit different. Is it attention, traffic? So it's kind of uh, going after your goals. So Mm -hmm. awareness is one, and that's kind of the reach, high-level impressions, awareness, um, brand recall. Some of it is more traffic. My goal is I want somebody to see this ad. I want Ben to see this ad, click on this link, go to my website as a traffic campaign. Um, There's engagement because at the end of the day, Facebook and Instagram doesn't really want their customers leaving the platform. So they want you to potentially like the video or a piece of content, Mm. comment on it, engage with it, share it. Um, So that is an option for the meta ads platform. And then again, there's also not too uh, dissimilar from uh, YouTube and Google ads is video views. Uh, Right now we're running some video view uh, campaigns on Facebook and Meta for some videos uh, Joe and Cody made for a client. And it's just another way to ensure that, again, we're not just reliant to the Mm. algorithm, Facebook and Mm. Instagram to show these. Mm -hmm. You want to say, hey, we're willing to pay to 
increase this uh, awareness and and views, and also yeah. make sure we're we're putting in front of people who will uh, view it, and we only pay when they. Uh, watch a certain portion so we can talk about that uh, on another deeper podcast yeah um but on um uh, facebook or meta ads it's what they call through view so you only pay after a certain they watch i think in this instance 15 seconds of it yeah if they don't you get that impression uh, not too dissimilarly from a youtube pre-roll ad if they click skip ad you actually don't pay for it you get, get the impression it. but you don't have to actually pay for it so okay. it's it's a fun little hack if you're put if your business uh, can benefit from that. You're mm-hmm. putting out awesome uh, video content. You can get video views and awareness. Uh, but if they don't click through, or maybe the targeting was just a little bit off, yeah, um, it's a nice option to run. So still get those impressions. Yep. Very cool. So yeah, it just depends on the goal. Yeah. For what exactly. what type of ad you run. You yep. you mentioned brand awareness. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lead generation. Yes. Uh, which is you know if you're collecting leads, um, if you have content like that lends itself to email marketing, you have mm-hmm. a strategy, a funnel that. Mm-hmm. You know, you want someone to fill out a, a contact form to get their email to yep. further market to them. That's a lead gen. Yep. Um, it's kind of a soft sell. You know, mm-hmm. you're not you're not saying, "Hey, buy this product right this moment." You're saying, "We're going to kind of give you something something of value for free." Yeah. And then over time, we're going to uh, warm you up to the the product that we're selling yep. Yep. and make that money on you uh, down the road. So it's a longer form strategy, but more effective, I think, for a certain. Um, industries, you yeah, know, especially if it's an industry that costs more money. Uh, let's say a product that uh, is a, a harder thing to just sign up for immediately. With that, you know, a free trial could be a good example of this. Like, yeah. hey, sign up for a free trial. You got the link for that free trial. You know, you do, you get the free trial, then you're interested yep. in the product. Yep. Um, so that that would be a good example of the lead, lead generation funnel. Yep. Uh, obviously, a conversion focused campaign. Mm-hmm. I think yep. you mentioned that. Um, so driving sales or specific actions. And then I don't know if you mentioned yet retargeting. Okay. Uh, so yep. what does that look like? Explain that, how that works. Yep. Uh, what does it look like to engage previous visitors? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do that technically yep. from a high level? Yeah, high level overview. Because, you know, if you've never run these ads, retargeting can kind of get a little bit... Uh, anxious ridden because you're like i'm just trying to run an ad let alone retarget somebody uh but just a high level basic overview of what retargeting is somebody has gone to your website and they haven't created the action so for Mm. this example uh not too dissimilar from what you were saying with a lead gen maybe they went to the landing page that you're hoping to drive traffic to they just didn't fill out the form so there's interest there we know there's interest they click through the app they went to that landing page they just didn't fill out the form so if you have tracking code on your your website or google tag manager or facebook pixels um you can tell that they did or didn't create the action or complete the action in this Mm -hmm. case so if we can filter out the people that did maybe there's a thank you page Mm. after they fill out that lead form uh exclude those people that created that action but then retarget the people who landed on but did not Mm. see the thank you page that way you can say hey there was for some reason there was some interest and we've all been there. Yeah. Uh, a great example of this too in paid media campaigns, you can set it up on the back end of e-commerce websites, is cart abandonment. You mm, went to there, right. you added something in your into your cart, but for whatever reason, maybe the wife or the kids, something caught your attention. Yeah. Oh, lunch break is over. I got to get back to work. Yeah. That item is in your cart. It's an, another way to re-engage mm-hmm. uh, that person that clearly right. had interest in your business. Right. Um, but the retargeting is just having tracking code in a way to retarget them sure. uh, in your business in a paid media campaign. Interesting. So yeah. it, it requires some analytics. Yep. So you mentioned Google Tag Manager for people that don't know. 
Google Tag Manager is a way to kind of take all these Google analytic products and mm-hmm. put them in one place. Yep. And so you can manage them all from one place. It's a very handy tool. Yes. And instead of uploading certain uh, scripts on your, your website yep. for analytics and you have another one for Google Ads mm-hmm. and so on and so forth, you can put them all in one place, one, place, yep. one code, one script rather, mm-hmm. put that one time and from there create containers yep. that um, you can manipulate Yep. for different purposes yep. like we're talking about. So that that's interesting. I did yep. not know that. So yep. with Google Tag Manager, is it installing a let's call it a cookie uh, on their on mm-hmm. their uh, their IP attached to their IP like how is it actually tracking whether or not they went to that page came off just real quick. Yeah, brief, no, I know level. a lot of it are events or triggers on the back end so you can set up an event and trigger and it knows based off of those you can say I know what action I wanted that person to uh, create sure. or the funnel. They yeah. got through maybe 3 steps of four steps of the funnel based that you on wanted that code them to take. that's following them basically exactly. it, it sort of attaches an identification yep. number to them exactly. all right so let's say they're using some sort of VPN that wouldn't work yes. correct. Um as far as I know no, but so this is for people it, that are it does allowing tracking to happen. Yes. Okay. It, it but we have seen instances, uh, I won't say the specific person or web page we were looking at before, mm-hmm. but it was able to um so kind of index it. uh IP address we we end up learning for uh for a website we were looking at uh, yeah. that it did remember a previous interaction on that website. Sure. So all right. Okay, so that that's pretty easy to Google and find out how to do. Yes, and from, if you a need a little bit standpoint. of help, yeah, because that obviously does get a little more technical with yes. downloading Google Tag Manager, putting that on site. So you will need some web development yep, help, exactly, on that. But once you've done that, let's assume mm-hmm. most people have a business which somebody at some point has mm-hmm. already installed Google Analytics, yep. which is a, a must-have if you're ever uh, buying a new website. Yep. A redesign. If if your web developer doesn't do that, then yeah. find another web developer. Mm-hmm. That's uh, very important. So once they've done that, mm-hmm. to get to that next step to retargeting, mm-hmm. uh, there there does require yeah a little bit of and, technical. And all this retargeting talk, uh, it kind of ties into exactly what you said. The one huge aspect to tie in, and I'm glad you brought that up, is it's one thing to run a paid media campaign, but if you can't track the ROI the ROAS, the return on ad spend, it's almost uh, like putting cash in a, a barrel and burning it, yeah. putting the, it, just throwing it away. <clears throat> you need to be able to track the results. Did it work or did it not? Um, even if a campaign doesn't work, you're learning something from it. Sure, You can at least optimize, and then that kind of ties into some A-B tests that we can talk yeah. during another podcast. But again, uh, whether it be Google Analytics, Google Tag Manager, you need a, a way to track those results. The good thing sure. about uh, Google Ads platform, Meta Ads, they do have KPIs and certain metrics that you can mm. judge against, um, which is nice to yeah. help you track that. But additional layer, you have to take those with a grain of salt because they sure. kind of want you to continue to advertise. So um, not saying that they would lie on certain right. metrics, but again, just a way to hold them accountable is to have a couple different um, metrics to bounce across and, sure. and make sure everything does account. So that, that is one huge thing uh, I do want to stress is on top of running these paid media campaigns, you need to make sure you have KPIs. To, key performance to, indicators. Yeah, key yeah. performance indicators ahead of the campaign saying, hey, was this a successful campaign? Uh, Whether it be a cost per click, cost per lead. Um, If you're looking for those lead gen forms as we were talking about, customer acquisition costs. Yeah. um, All those. How does that work with with cost per click? You mentioned that. Like, how -hmm. how do they decide what it costs to put an ad up? And you're saying per click. So are you telling me that you only pay four clicks? 
in this scenario. Yes. So let's yep. say let's narrow it down to Google. Yeah. And do they all work that way? Yeah. Um, so cost per click. If someone I click on an ad, I just charged you correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I just charged the the company. Yep. However much money mm-hmm. by clicking. Yeah. And but until then, just because I saw it didn't mean anything. Just it's just an impression until yep. that point. Once I click, I made that action. Yep. You're saying it now charges yep. that company, whatever that number was. Yeah. Pay per click or cost per click. You're paying for the click. So you could, and that's where you can learn and and say, hey man, we're having a ton of impressions. People are seeing the ads. Mm-hmm. We, our budget is leading us to be the top paid search result for this for whatever reason. And then that's where you can look at optimization, A B testing. Is something in the headline, the description of that ad, uh, not just getting people or enticing people. Maybe it's the targeting on that. Um, again, that's where you need to look at those metrics to see if that's yeah. an effective target. Yeah. Uh, is, targeting yeah, or exactly. keyword uh, that you're going after. If nobody's clicking, then there's a problem. Exactly. You need you're to getting, know why. Yep, exactly. So that's where you need <laughs> but to But you got to have analytics to even know that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's where it gets very important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You, you can't do any of what we're talking about yep. without analytics. So if you don't have that set up, get that set yes. up immediately. Okay, so setting a budget. You mentioned yep. uh, having a good budget, so that's going to rank you higher. Because mm-hmm. let's say I'm spending $300 a month. Kind of walk me through what that looks like. Yeah. What is the budgeting aspect of Google Ads? If I'm spending $300, my competitor is spending $300. Yep. How does Google decide who gets at the top? Because obviously yeah. there's only so many spots yep. for each search. Yeah. So, so walk me through that briefly. So a high-level overview, uh, Google is more of the auction base. So again, okay. exactly to your point, if your competitor is out there willing to spend, uh, let's just say 10x what you are, they're going to get that number one spot. Okay. And uh, they they might get those clicks. But again, it's not always guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So they'll at least show higher. Um, and then you'll see some back end. Google's very good at showing you recommendations of budgets. So you have a lower budget. They're actually saying, hey, we want to recommend you pay more, not only to show higher, but potentially get conversions. And then there's a ton down in the weeds I won't get into today um, that you can do for customer acquisition, uh, cost per acquisition. And so to s- stop you there, so yeah. you're saying that it's an auction, all yeah. right? So I'm just trying to figure this out yep. from a layman's perspective, which is what I am. Yeah. Um, so like at an auction, so I'm, I'm buying a car at an auction. Mm-hmm. And I've actually worked for, for an auctioneer at one yeah. point in my life. Um, so they're saying, all right, you want to pay $1,000. And then this yeah. guy bids it up to 1200 Yeah. Is it? And then you keep going until somebody bids a number that nobody else wants to match. Are you saying just having the budget itself, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily spending that money yes. outright? That's that's a good point. Is that the difference? Yep. Because f- from what I understand, again, from a layman's perspective, is you're, you're only, since you're only paying cost per click, yep. you could set a budget for $1,000 for a search query, yep. uh, an ad spot for a search query. But if only 20 people click on it, you've only spent $20. Yep. Let's exactly. say if it's a dollar per click. Yep. So even if you had a thousand dollars, you won the auction. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're going to spend a thousand dollars. It just means that you could have a thousand people. Let's say they're a dollar per click. A yep. thousand people click that. It'll keep charging you for that yep. amount of clicks. Yep. But it won't go past that. Mm-hmm. See, and, it will not charge you for a thousand one uh, and one dollar. It may sometimes okay. because so it is fluctuating. The, I threw Again, a lot at you, but without, explain that. No, it's fine. There are times where, and Google will tell you this, and, and Facebook at times too. Um, to before we go too far into that, the one thing is, let's just say you're getting into advertising. Mm-hmm. They say the minimum ad budget you want to look at is about five dollars a day, whether okay. that be Google Ads 
or Facebook ads. It's just a nice threshold. Hey, right. I'm a business. I'm looking to get started. Per query. Per um, in this case, uh, just depending on the campaign, okay. it, there's a bunch of different campaign types or whatever. Got it. $5 a day is just a nice, safe uh, way to get your feet wet and okay. get started. From there, as the algorithms go through, you'll get the optimization and see what works best for you. What do you have to com compare to? What other businesses in your industry are paying or willing to pay sure. more? That's where, at least on the Google side, they'll give you those recommendations. Okay. Hey, Ben, for your business to show up, we recommend spending $50 a day. Okay. Oh, shoot, that's a, a substantial amount more. Right. And again, that is just saying you're willing to spend that much. But there are times, as I alluded to earlier, that Google might spend... Let's just say your average uh, daily budget is $15 a day. One day it might only spend $5 due to search volumes mm. uh, and queries during that. But then on the weekends, maybe that's when your customers are more active sure. searching for your products or services. They're actually willing to go up to $20 a day. Okay. So on that average, you're spending $15 a day. But Google knows based off their algorithms, search volumes, all that stuff. They're willing to bid down maybe one day $5. The other day, they're actually technically going $5 over mm -hmm. your budget, but they know dollar cost averaging is about your $15 day budget. Yeah, so, um, I see. But now are they going to go over your cap? Can you set a cap? Yes, you can have okay. capped and all that and stuff. And is that going to affect your ranking? If somebody else doesn't set a cap? Yeah, I'm sure it, yeah. it is going to benefit the person who doesn't have all right, that. All right, so. so or if the cap's just simply higher, is, that, is it that easy to figure out? Just more money, more more ranking? Yes, okay. but it... Just like a lot of things, is just, just like throwing a ton of money at it's not going to ensure. Sure, but it, from a level, from a standpoint of just being able to rank, let's say one to one keyword. Yep. yep. Your competitors rank you for that. You're trying to rank for that. Mm -hmm. um, who wins is is all I'm trying to figure out here. Yep. So you're telling me more money mm -hmm. equals better ranking in, yep. in the pay per click scenario. Yes. That does not account for because it, it signals at Google you're willing to pay more money, and at the end of the day, they're a business. They want to make more money, so they're well, yeah. Gonna, favor that these, these are ads these yeah. are not organic again. exactly and i will mention uh years ago this was the case um mm -hmm. facebook especially but a lot of the uh social media companies started to, to de-rank or undervalue organic and mm -hmm. push their their pay-per-click mm -hmm. uh in the algorithm yeah. uh just because a lot of them aren't making as much money as they mm -hmm. once did or you know it's just not the business the business model. It does not lend itself to making money f for free service. So they have to kind of make that up somewhere. And they, they yep. do that with data, obviously, mm -hmm. which is, but even now there's a big push towards um, privacy concerns. And I know Google next year will be um, disabling a lot of third-party cookie tracking mm -hmm. softwares. Mm -hmm. um, so that will negatively affect a lot of these things we're talking about. If you've been relying on third-party cookies, so mm -hmm. tracking codes and all this kind of other things. So, it's going to be very interesting in 2024 to see what happens with yes. that as privacy becomes uh, more and more of a focus, which is great for the average person, but mm -hmm. oh, it gets harder and harder for the paid per click yep. strategies. Yep. Um, so maybe being more creative with those things. Yes. But I just wanted to mention that, you know, organic is purposely being undervalued. Mm -hmm. Let's call it yep. um, shadow, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, whatever the word is. So they're trying to, they're trying to, boost their pay-per-click campaigns and undervalue organic. So you're not going to get the same reach you did when Facebook yes. first started, yep. you know, and your strategy will sort of have to change mm -hmm. with that. Yep. You know, so at the end of the day, you kind of have to pay for something yeah. to get noticed. Yep. Hopefully Google stays more and more mm -hmm. organic mm -hmm. as they have yep. uh, historically. Um, but going forward, would you maybe say that pay-per-click will have more of an emphasis? 
Yeah, it, especially it, with AI coming up, generative yeah, text. It, it really will be <clears throat> interesting to see how the paid media landscape changes. Uh, ben and I also were discussing before this podcast. We recently uh, tapped into a webinar uh, with a leading digital marketing Neil guy. Patel, and, yeah. yeah, Neil was talking about some of these uh, search paid search results for the search generative experience SPE yeah. that uh, Google's rolling out. So it'll really be interesting to see in the coming years. Um, but that's where I would say, hey, yeah. uh, high level, just to recap what we talked about today. If you focus on uh, your paid media strategy in conjunction with your SEO strategy, you have a, even a basic budget of $5 a day to start, whether it be on Google or Facebook, depending on your product or service, mm-hmm. or LinkedIn, again, depending on uh, your audience. Have a basic budget of at least $5 a day. Focus on those main uh, platforms, the Google, the meta ads. And again, if it's LinkedIn, B2B, do that. Yeah. Um, and just, and, and try stuff. And yeah, at the end of the day, make sure you have the tracking as we, we discussed too, because you need a way to track there was a result to see if it is or isn't working. Even if it isn't working, you're learning and taking those learnings and insights into consideration. Um, and knowing what to do with that data is important. Um, AI can help with that. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of free options. ChatGPT has a free tier. Um, plugging those numbers in and working with that data, uh, is an advantage we have now that we didn't used to. Yep. You know, you'd have to hire an expert um, to know exactly what that data even means. Because having data is one thing, but being able to parse through that and yep. uh, define it is another. Yep. So using AI uh, is a very helpful tool to even know what that means. Okay, so I have this many impressions, this many clicks. Is, is my campaign successful? Yep. And it could tell you that, you know, based on competitor data. Yep. Plug in the competitor data. You do have access to some of that, not all of it. Yep. Um, all right. Well, very good. This seems like a really good discussion, high level. Um, yep. I learned a lot. Yeah. Uh, would you consider best practice to hire an agency or DIY? Maybe it depends on your budget. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, if you have the time, energy, and resources, um, it's always good to try stuff yourself just to yeah. test the waters. If you don't have it, it's always better to trust a trusted professional. Yeah. Um, they've done it. They've been there. They've done that. They take a lot of the learning curve out from the get-go. Right. Um, if they're managing multiple campaigns, um, and again, not to be yeah. a humble brag, but with somebody like myself who does it every day, I know what mistakes you and stuff that... You of clutter. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can get you to maybe level two, three, four right away, mm. whereas it might take you a couple uh, years or months, depending on how uh, quick of a learning yeah. curve you, you can do. Um, so again, that's where it is beneficial to partner with somebody like Lamp Media right? to, to run those uh, paid media campaigns, whether and, it be on Google or Meta yeah. Ads. So. I would add that it's important to know what, at least from a high level, what pay-per-click paid media looks like yep. how to implement those things so that you can know what you're paying for because mm-hmm. uh, a lot of agencies can take advantage of ignorance you know yes. um that especially in this space where it gets a little difficult to parse through that data and all these yep. things it's important to know you know am i getting the benefit from this agency that i should be yes you know are they just charging me and then just set it and forget it they're charging me a thousand dollars a month to basically do nothing yeah um and the algorithm is doing it all so it's important to know a little bit you know Mm -hmm. and google and there are so many resources out there for resources we encourage you to go look at but um, to know what you're paying for in an agency and Mm -hmm. if you're getting the value you should be yep because they're not all created equal and pricing doesn't necessarily mean quality so high price all right i think that's great um is there any kind of resources people can go to i just mentioned 
Google ten times, but yeah. that's not very helpful. Um, no, there Something there are specific. resources, and uh, I'll make sure to include those in the show notes. If you wanted to teach yourself how to do this, or at least maybe access some free resources, uh, both Meta and Google do have free resources for you to learn. Uh, whether you want to focus on a search, a display, a yeah. YouTube ad campaign. Uh, Facebook as well has a bunch of free resources, so we'll link those below if you want to do DIY. But at the end of the day, uh, trust the trusted professionals like Lee Lamp Media to take your campaign, sure. hit the ground running from the get-go, and uh, show some results. Take away that learning curve and right. uh, spend your money efficiently and effectively. So yeah, time is money. So I mean, you could spend you know ten hours to learn the basics of mm-hmm. paid per media, or just take the same amount of time. Or the same amount of money you just wasted, you know, through your, your learning yep. and just pay an agency. Yep. Um, like I said, know, know what you're getting, the value. Mm-hmm. I do believe we provide great value. Yep. Um, and so if you'd like to contact Lead Lamp Media to uh, have Tyler in your corner to help you with your paid media, we're more than happy to have that conversation. So yeah. please contact us if you'd like yeah. to do that. Otherwise, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. It's been a great podcast. Appreciate you discussing this and I'm sure we'll get more into the nitty gritty. There's a lot we covered, Mm -hmm. but um, in future podcasts, I would love to kind of dig into each one of these points because I I enjoyed learning about paid media. It's kind of an elusive topic. Yeah. uh, Something you hear all the time. You see the sponsored Mm -hmm. kind of posts come up everywhere, but you don't know how they got there. So it's really good to get the the behind the scenes view of what that looks like. So if you haven't already subscribe to the podcast, uh, wherever you listen and, uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Thanks for checking it out.